the JSA Clicks Podcast, the show where we discuss high-level competitive, casual, and everything in between. Your host is Jay Solomon, and now, on to the show. Hey everyone, this is the JSA. This is the JSA Clicks podcast. I can't say it apparently, and I'm not going to redo that because this is a weird episode. Um, we were going to record the BTU set review, and hopefully we will do that for you soon. But uh, Jay and As, unfortunately, last minute had somebody get sick that they have to tend to, and I hope all that goes well. But uh, it means that it's just me and our special guest Jackson today. <laughs> Hello. How you doing? I'm doing pretty good. I luckily uh, don't have a sick friend, so it stuck with me, but it's pretty good, pretty good. Well, that is that is a positive, and you're also three hours in the past from me, so it's not even late for you. <laughs> that is true, that is true. Um, so instead of that, we brainstormed a bit, and we're just going to chat about teams, because uh, neither of us have anything else to do for the next hour or so, and we figured we might as well. Um, first thing we wanted to talk about is we've both been looking at Phoenix Sentinel for two formats for modern and silver and we're not actually sure how well it works in modern i have played phoenix sentinel previously in an admittedly weird silver format it was 400 points where half of your team had to come from silver couldn't be modern um and it was prior to the id curtains being removed so admittedly much different than the current format but i have won a tournament with phoenix Sentinel on my team so i can tell you that it is busted um it is it was even easier to give phoenix central energy explosion at that point because you could just uh use the storm id inspiration <laughs> yep um the thing about the phoenix giving phoenix central energy explosion though is i literally did it once in my like seven rounds because oh, wow. the threat of it was enough that my opponents just like did weird stuff and died <laughs> <laughs> Just panic spreading out, and then he just picked them off. Yeah, like they either panic spread out or like committed literally everything to running across the map and killing a Phoenix Sentinel. And then I had um, ID cards and four giant girls and two dark Phoenixes and, mm-hmm. and a Cyclops Sentinel, and they didn't survive that <laughs> ever when they killed Phoenix Sentinel. Literally, one of my opponents killed Phoenix Sentinel on turn one and had one figure left by turn two. Oh, God. Yeah, it's one of those figures that, like, if you leave alive and you know it's going to get you and you're starting your next turn, you just kind of lose, barring it misses. Because it's just, like, potentially, like, seven to six damage to an entire team. Yeah, the one really big Phoenix Sentinel thing that happened was um, an opponent playing a Cosmic team who did just group in his starting area because he had the um, Cosmic Prime Captain Marvel. So he was like, okay, oh, the that's Marvel, fine. Yeah. I can just absorb some damage. And I was like, you can. All of your stuff is going to die anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yep, it, so, it gets through that. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, my Phoenix had a 14 attack and his entire team had 20 defense or something. And I was like, all right, I have a prob on this. This is fine. Hit the six and killed his entire team except for his Chase ADW Hulk. Yep. It's like, all right. That'll happen. Yeah, that. Sorry, but <laughs> that's sort of how it works. Uh, so, in case you're not aware, I guess we should give yeah, some amount of context to what Phoenix Sentinel does. 
because uh, not everybody is obsessed with the figures we are. Um, so Phoenix Sentinel is has Psychic Blast, and whenever Phoenix Sentinel hits uh, a character, it deals one penetrating damage to each character that shares a keyword with it within three squares, two squares? I can't remember. Within, it's uh, for each hit character, it deals one penetrating damage to each opposing character within yeah, three squares of them that share a three. keyword okay. or team ability. <laughs> I forgot about the or team ability. That's actually relevant because there's so it much is. cosmic energy team ability around. <laughs> and a lot of uh, wild card. Sure. Yeah, for sure. Um, so there's two interesting things about this. One is that a bunch of stuff just sort of incident incidentally shares keywords with each other, even on unthemed teams. A lot mm -hmm. of the really good stuff is cosmic or uh, scientist or a few other mystical, you know, like <laughs> you you just get a few characters that share keywords, even on teams that aren't actually themed generally. Um, yeah. And the other one is that generally powers like this say for an opposing character, meaning that you have to choose one. Phoenix Sentinel doesn't say that. So there are two things that you can do with it. One, you can give it energy explosion like we've been talking about and just blow everything up. To be clear for that, the character has to be alive for you to draw within three squares of them. So you have to choose your ordering of resolutions on which damage is dealt carefully so that you don't accidentally kill a character before you deal the damage from their square. <laughs> <laughs> That's a weird ordering of just like, okay, your entire team is dead. I just have to say this in the right order. Yeah. Yeah. And the first time I ran into that weird ordering thing was when I was trying to build Jean Grey plus nuke clones. <laughs> where if I accidentally ordered it so that too many nuke clones went off before Jean Grey did, she would die and deal no damage. <laughs> <laughs> That's an amazing problem to have. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty great. Because the nuke clones trigger when they die, so it doesn't actually, like, it doesn't matter that they've died, but she is on her last click. So she does actually have to be alive to do it. Anyway, yeah. that's irrelevant to this, <laughs> but it's funny. <laughs> um, anyway, so... Yeah, I won a tournament with Phoenix Sentinel because it was just like the biggest possible threat. Uh, it had a stop click with Impervious. Literally the only reason I started playing it was because um, the person who was running the tournament said, you can play the LEs that you got at Canadian Nationals if you were at Canadian Nationals, even though they might not technically be legal. And I was like, well, now I have to. <laughs> <laughs> so I built Phoenix Sentinel. Um, right, the other thing that you should keep in mind if you're playing Phoenix Sentinel is even if you don't have energy explosion, it has two targets. Um, one thing you should really, really consider doing is splitting your damage properly so that you don't accidentally kill something that you want to deal the damage from. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, it does deal the damage to the character itself. So you want to put them on their last click. And even if you deal zero to them, they are still a hit character. So it will still deal the damage from them. So you can double target something you don't want to assign any damage to and still deal a bunch of damage from them and one to them. Um, yeah, that's the general rundown of how to use that attack power. Yes, it is relevant. Um, yeah, so I have a team built for it for modern that uh, nobody has played yet as far as I know. <laughs> but um, next Tuesday, I'll, I'll have to update with like a Facebook post or something on how the games of this go. I don't know. We'll see. All right. So this team is uh, Legacy Cosmo, Hope Summers, High Evolutionary, Star Sapphire, Saint Walker, Mad Jim Jaspers, The Darkhold, Emotional Modifier, and Phoenix Sentinel. Pretty solid. Yeah. So basically the idea is um, 
So the combo in modern for getting Phoenix Sentinel where you want it to go is uh, you play Mad Jim with it. Um, you have to do this anyway if you want the Phoenix Bombs on it. Uh, Phoenix Bombs? Pumpkin Bombs. <laughs> <laughs> the Pumpkin Bombs on it. So this is not like a big cost because you were doing this. Um, and then you power action to equip it with a 10-point equipment. I usually do Red Wing because I want to make the Red Wing. You make a Red Wing. You free swap the equipment on it to Angler. Next turn, you Angler forward six squares. And then you can running shot the rest of the map because it, it can running shot five and then has a nine range. <laughs> so mm -hmm. that's 21 squares and you start in square two. You might need a perplex to hit the back square. I haven't done the math properly. That sounds about right. But yeah, it's it's. But this team flexible. has uh, three perplexes on it. So I think that's yeah, you're, you're getting not there. an issue. <laughs> you're getting there. Yeah. Um, yeah. So... You can get pumpkin bombs, you can energy explosion your opponent's entire team. It's also plus seven, so hopefully you win map. It's obviously much better if you win map. If you're outside, it's impossible for them to hide from you. If you're inside, it's much easier. There's an argument for playing Molecule Man just to get rid of barrier indoors, but I didn't want to, so I'm yeah. not. <laughs> I like how everyone's just kind of agreed that they don't want to play barrier anymore, so we're just not seeing it that much. Yeah, I mean, part of it is that a ton of people are playing Hyper Aggro that happens to include Jubilee. Yep. Barrier just does nothing against it. Yeah. Um, so one of the things that this team does is I think stands up to that quite well because you have emotional modifier that can minus attack by one of anybody within four once they come across the map. You have Cosmo to take away Flurry um, and you have a bunch of barrier yourself so they actually have to use the Jubilee which isn't a big cost but is technically a cost. And then you have Catcher's Mets from both St. Walker and Star Sapphire if you need them to further protect people, especially from Jubilee. Um, mm -hmm. So I think you end up with a reasonable quantity of defensive power on this team. And then you just have three perplexes as well in case you need <laughs> a little more and a bunch of prob. Three perplexes, so. enhancement, plus one attack. Wait, no, that's in power. But uh, yeah, it's it's pretty solid. It's pretty solid. Yeah, so that's the idea uh, that I had for Modern. Um, and the other thing about those hyper aggro teams is that they're is that they're X Men themed. <laughs> so yep. you do if you win map against them, you uh, kind of get to crush them with Phoenix Sentinel pretty easily, I think. <laughs> yeah, because no, ma no matter what, they're staying clumped together. Because even with a Venom Magneto Taxi, that's that's still five people all next to each other. It's you're gonna get a pretty good shot off. Yeah, I mean if they're splitting up, I think you're okay with it too, right? Like yeah. they can't split up that much without completely crippling their team. So if they split up enough to completely cripple their team, then you honestly still deal a reasonable quantity of damage. <laughs> you deal you you have two enhancements on this team, so you still deal five split across two targets, mm -hmm. and then the extra damage. And, and then, uh, I mean, you can still energy explosion if there's anything adjacent. And uh, on top of that, we can get more of this into silver, but um, Phoenix Sentinel himself can also be on X-Men teams due to Trinary. Um, uh, no, Trinary is 50 points max, isn't she? Oh, is there a point limit on Trinary? I think she's 50 max. Oh, I've never confident. actually played it. It's just always been something to... Reasonably confident. Oh, it is. Never mind. Yeah, I was pretty sure. Yeah, I was looking at that and was sad. <laughs> I, was, I was excited for a minute. My memory yeah, awesome. is not great. But yeah, it's definitely uh, a terrifying team. It's one of those figures that I think everyone's kind of looked at 
And it's just like, oh, that's a good attack power, but it's probably going to die. But when you actually see it on the map and you know your opponent found a way to get it to your starting area, that's when the fear sets in. And, man, I just want to play this team just to see that look of fear <laughs> yeah, of just sure. knowing your entire team can take seven penetrating damage in one attack. Yeah, I mean, the few opponents that I pulled it off against uh, in Silver were like, oh, that's what that does. Mm-hmm. I I'm dead. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> and the ones who split up were didn't fare much better. Um. So the thing about Phoenix Sentinel in Modern versus Silver is that you can have less good backup attackers in Modern. In Silver, you can have crazy backup attackers. Uh, for Phoenix Sentinel, which helps a lot because honestly, to kill it, you have to put a reasonable amount of resources into doing so. So if you have really strong backup attackers, then it's less than a third of your team. You're fine. Um, the modern version that I've built, that's my one worry about because there really is not another like pure attacker on it. It's like high Evo shoots for five, so it's not bad. And then you have a couple of chainsaws and that's basically it, right? Yeah. Which is like fine. It's not nothing, but I I will have to try it to see whether it's enough. Yeah, I don't those, have an idea. <laughs> it's one of those teams that's like, it's really good on paper, but I, I don't know how it's going to be in effect because of just the variance of obviously going first, and they're pretty obviously going to alpha on your Sentinel. And unfortunately, like, he does have a stop click, but he is just an 18 impervious. That's also a Colossal, so if you lose map, he is kind of dead. Yeah, I'm hoping that, like, basically being able to give him plus three defense and get rid of opposing flurry is enough to keep him alive some of the yeah. time, but we'll see. Um, and then the question is silver. What do you back him up with? Okay. So there's basically one relevant silver environment now, right? Which is no ID cards, 300 points. Yeah. It's vastly different um, from what it used to be. You know, it was, for a while there, just tent pools running around, i.e. Thanos just calling in stuff all taking free actions. Uh, and also a lot of defensive shell teams that just purely relied on IDs for offense. We are not going to see either of those in silver anymore. So it's almost a completely different format uh, than it was a couple months ago. So it's going to be incredibly interesting to see what is actually good. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I am... I'm a little unclear that those teams were actually the best or just it was a fairly unexplored format and they're the easiest to build. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, I mean, definitely they don't exist anymore, so it doesn't really matter which yeah. one was the correct answer now. Um, ID card leech was like one of the silliest things in the format. And yeah, it's, uh, it's not doable I, anymore. So ID card good. leech is gone. So that's that's good. A lot of IDs. <laughs> okay, and, so really funny story about me winning a tournament is I literally got there and realized I should be playing ID card Leech. <laughs> but instead, <laughs> I already had Leech on the team, but as a sideline for X-Men swap. And why I didn't just put it on an ID card, I don't know. I had, I had some really stupid uh, student ID card on there already or something, too. It was like a Jubilee or something. Like, it was not... 
like, I mean, it wasn't terrible or anything, but it wasn't great. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, wait, why did I do this? Why didn't I just put Leech on the ID card instead of swapping it in? <laughs> I, uh, I played in a, a Silver Age event a couple of weeks back, and I had Leech as an ID card. And I went through all of my games, and after each game, I realized... I never used an ID card, just period. <laughs> yeah, so that's actually an interesting thing about getting rid of ID cards from the format for me, is that I played a bunch of ID cards, but I found that I was able to build my teams to use actions efficiently enough that I didn't use them. Yeah. And there are a lot of teams, especially now with newer stuff, there are a lot of, like, theme teams of... Um, like X-Men, for example, with Apocalypse and Genesis, to where you can yeah. just have so many figures taking so many actions that you don't need it. Like, the team I was running in this instance was uh, Sakarian Iron Man, Sky Tyrant, Blackheart, Genesis right. Venom Magneto with a bunch of equipment. So it's like you're just... Yeah, like, so that's a very specific matchup that you need to be facing for it to be yeah. a good idea to yeah. ID card in there. <laughs> so it's like you're, you're never not taking an action with one of the few best attackers in the game. So it's just like... <laughs> But there's almost no points most of the time. But it's yeah, it's it's glad to just know that you just can't auto lose to someone calling in a leech. Um, because that was always kind of a it's it's kind of a, an annoying feeling when you have a really good defense setup, you have everything going well, and then all of a sudden this ID character comes in and just does something unexpected and completely wipes your force. Yeah, leech was a problem for sure. In general. I know we disagree on ID cards. Um, I actually kind of liked ID cards when they were in modern. I know I'm very among very, very few people <laughs> in that. ID cards uh, are so butt. I oh, I hate them so much. So my theory on them was always that um, I like it when I have a chance to win by outplaying my opponent. And I felt that ID cards existing made it so that there were fewer unwinnable matchups because you just got to have a toolbox on your sideline so that sure. you would always have something to do in a matchup that you otherwise couldn't have won. Yeah. Um, obviously that's not always how they actually played out. There was other consequences to them. Like uh, you were talking about before we started really defensive shell teams that couldn't attack themselves, but it didn't matter because they couldn't die and had all their offense from ID cards, which yeah. obviously was a problem, but I really liked the toolboxy nature of them. So I, I will admit anyway. there were there were enjoyable moments playing them, like knowing that the game's essentially not over until you get wiped because you always have that option of calling in like a 10 point Superman to just do a lot of damage and a kind of a final swing. So yeah. just having that kind of option was nice. But at the same time, it also meant like a lot of games were going to time or other things were happening just because there were so many actions you were taking. I don't I don't think that there is ever more kind of excessive amount of options than in silver that a lot of times for a lot of newer players or less practiced players was a detriment because they were taking so much time thinking, do I call in an ID? Do I just an attack? Do I try to go a TK ID? Do I, what do I want to do here? Yeah. And that's fair. And um, I'm a person who doesn't like care about that because my games never end at time. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I'm just a very, very fast player, so that was never a problem for me. Yeah. Um, I always feel like being a fast player somewhat pulls your opponents along. Yeah, it's... I Even found when that, they're people who generally play slower. Yeah, I found that when you're playing, a lot of times, like, 
if your opponent's in a situation where there's not much you can do, just kind of like not like play the game for them, but just kind of say like, okay, these are this is basically every option you can physically do, and just be like, you just you just have to pick one. You're good. Just you'll, you'll figure it out eventually. Yeah, I mean, I don't generally do that in competitive, but in casual games, I do that quite frequently. Yeah. Uh, just like describe to my opponent how they could possibly score points <laughs> the yeah. only way that they could score points and be like just please do do that um anyway moving on from id cards because they're not legal anymore so they're not particularly relevant and they're awful. what do you want to pair with a phoenix sentinel in silver um there's a lot of options for sentinel obviously <laughs> you know like, like you said in modern mad gym is not a bad call at all due to the option of just being able to equip things like the Cosmic Cube and the Infinity Gauntlet for free that are normally 30 points. Um, so having that yeah. kind of like a backup option is always good. Yeah, every um, silver team I've been building, I've just started with a Mad Gem and a Trader. <laughs> I don't actually, I haven't actually figured out what the best way to finish that build is, but... <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's just, it gives you so many options, yeah. and it's just, it feels so good being able to take advantage of it like that. Just when they were in modern when when trader and cosmic cube were in modern it was one of the most powerful things to do because you could yep. just play Kobic trader and i always wanted to do it without having to play Kobic <laughs> <laughs> because i never thought that Kobic was that great she was like fine and obviously she won a bunch of stuff and um, did really well at tournaments she didn't win and everything i can't actually say that she isn't a good figure but yeah. She was also 100 points. <laughs> Another example of a figure that was very good due to just ID cards of being a battery. It's Yep, yep. Yeah. ID cards and her equipment. There was just no cheaper way to get the Cosmic Cube onto your team. The Cosmic Cube was the main thing. Yep. I, um, Dustin Cedars found the cheapest way to get Cosmic Cube on your team, which is play two traders and steal your opposing, your opposing Kovacs Cosmic Cube every game. <laughs> <laughs> which is what I ended up using to win yeah, the Nationals. <laughs> Literally in the finals, Mike chose to equip the other Cosmic Cube just so I couldn't take his Cosmic Cube and beat him with it. Yep, that, that'll do it. And I'm not totally sure that it was the wrong choice. <laughs> it didn't <laughs> matter either way, but it... it wasn't clearly incorrect <laughs> yeah. it was um very powerful uh yeah but now even without mad gym you can just pay 30 points and have a cosmic cube on your team you could always do that to be clear but now it's equipped <laughs> and yeah. before it was on the map and that was much worse <laughs> yeah just losing map and saying your opponent gets a free 30 points was just yeah. never worth the risk yeah exactly but now it is on a figure which is pretty huge so yeah, I mean, I'd consider that for sure. Um, the problem with uh, Trader and Phoenix Sentinel without Mad Jam is that you can't really get the original equipment onto Phoenix Sentinel so that you can trade anything onto him. Yeah. So you do kind of need the Mad Jam on that one. You don't actually always need Mad Jam for Trader shenanigans, although it does help because it lets you get more Red Wings per turn and stuff. But yeah. uh, <laughs> Listen, A swarm of Red Wings walking over to your opponent's team is uh, terrifying enough. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, two Red Wings per turn. I mean, I guess it's two Red Wings the first turn and then one Red Wing every subsequent turn. Yeah. Uh, but still, that's, that's, still, that's a lot of outwits. A of Red Wings. <laughs> lot, lot of outwits. <laughs> a lot of outwits, a lot of body blockers. You kind of uh, just win against anything that's not Cosmic Energy. Yeah. Yeah. So my 
some of her building has tended towards unthemed because there's just so many sets and so many efficient things to choose from that I've found it difficult to stick to a theme other than X-Men, I guess. X-Men yeah. is just sort of great. Um, but specifically with Phoenix Sentinel, I couldn't find, I definitely couldn't find a robot build I thought was any good. And I think I'll stick with that theory. Yeah, robot. <laughs> robot build. I don't think robot is super viable anymore. It was considerable in the past due to, again, being almost impossible to kill with sure. IDs being a colon, especially with the new constructs we got in House of X. But I don't, I don't know if they're even close to being viable again. Yeah, and I mean, there may be a viable robots build, but I think it probably doesn't have Phoenix Sentinel on it. <laughs> For sure. Um, there may be a Don't Die robot build that's quite good. Yeah. But I think it's not this one. Um, so that leaves the other keywords of Phoenix Sentinel are Sentinel, which is also not a good keyword. Phoenix Force, which is a terrible keyword. Mojoverse, which as far as I know is a non-existent keyword. <laughs> <laughs> and Cosmic, which is the only actually reasonable keyword that you could play here. Yeah. Um, I didn't find a Cosmic build that I really liked in Silver with Phoenix Sentinel. That said, that was prior to the release of BTU, and I think that Cosmic got a lot better with BTU because um, Free Rings on Star Sapphire and then St. Walker's Existence, uh, both of those are really, really incredible support pieces that were missing yeah. from Cosmic previously. Yep. I think probably St. Walker's better for this team, but they're both quite good. Fair. I mean, yeah, St. Walker is just having that empower having making him crit more just 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 she's just genuinely an amazing figure yeah that said i think you're still kind of missing the like really incredible secondary attacker that you want on cosmic yeah there's know. there's it's one of those keywords that has tremendous amounts of great support yeah but besides that there's really not much like it used to have great attackers but that was when the ai chases were actually good <laughs> and they're not anymore <laughs> yeah it's like the best thing you kind of got is like skyscraper wonder woman but that's just iffy you know there's like Groot and skyscraper wonder woman and phoenix and uh, dark phoenix and stuff and they're all yeah. very good but yeah like retails are good but when your only attackers are retails you're gonna face so many problems yeah yeah so i'm a little iffy on cosmic yeah i don't really know what you would the only other like kind of attacker i would think and maybe like a tertiary attacker would maybe be joe mullen just because it's just charge flurry that's really hard to kill yeah. with double stop click and you could just play gardener i guess <laughs> you could also just play gardener it'd be interesting at least yeah not sure it'd be good anymore but it would be interesting but yeah, not a ton else available in that keyword, really. This is easy. Just play full point Prime Batman. <laughs> just go, just do it. Perfect. There you go. I mean, that figure is just really good. Yep. Although you can't play uh, him and... You can't play him and Mad Jim. Mad Jim, so... Yeah, no, you're definitely not... As cool as Batman is, you're not... That doesn't fit on this team. Okay, that said, if you're not going for the themed uh, variant... Um, so... One of the reasons Bad Jim is good is that he helps you move Phoenix Sentinel around so you can get to your opponent's starting area on turn one. Um, before, before you could really do that, uh, I was playing the 2x2 two two Magneto and Spin Ring, which serve a very similar purpose. Um, 
that was better when you had the ID card that could give you energy explosion without needing the pumpkin bombs. So I don't know how viable that is now. Yeah, it's it's a little iffy, you know. Um, you might be able to get away with it by just paying the 30 for the Magneto to have both of those, but it's it's a it's definitely still a decent way to do it. But yeah, I don't I don't know. I feel like there's probably better ways. I know you were bringing up earlier for the show, um, giving him the angler is definitely a great yeah. option of just having him voop around. Yeah, so Mad Jim is probably just, like, if you're playing Phoenix Sentinel, you're playing Mad Jim at this point. Yeah, that's that's a given. Yeah. Okay, so let's assume we're starting with those two. Um, I am a huge evangelist for Fast Forces Giant Girl from Avengers Infinity. Um, she was on my uh, Silver Tournament winning team. She is very, very good. So in case people don't, in case people started playing after this figure was no longer legal <laughs> <laughs> or have just forgotten what she did. Um, this is a 710-18-2 Retaliator, 10 points. It has Close Combat Expert and Sidestep, which are really the two incredibly relevant things here, um, which makes it an 11-3 on Retaliation. So in Modern, when this was in Modern, it was only ever a 10-2 because Close Combat Expert didn't do that yet. <laughs> You had to specifically use it, so you couldn't use it on retaliation, yep. um, which made this a lot worse. And I still maintain it was very good when it was in modern. <laughs> so this is um, one of the best retaliators, if not, I don't, I don't know if yeah. this is the best retaliator, but definitely. So the reason there. it's so good uh, is that she can do it even if other colossal retaliations have been activated this turn. So every other colossal retaliator is once per turn, but Giant Girl is. You put a good Colossal Retaliator on your turn, on your team, a Sword or a Groot or a Dark Phoenix or something, and then just like four Giant Girls, and somebody attacks you ever without killing Giant Girls, and they just get hit by five attacks. Yep. My opponent, one of my opponents was playing Sicarian Iron Man. He didn't survive past one turn. No. He attacked once, and then he got hit by five Giant Girls. So the biggest okay. <laughs> problem you face with that isn't even what you KO. It's do you have the space to place all the giant girls to be able to attack? And the yeah, answer the is yes, because they have really sidestep. Yes, exactly. Yeah, the sidestep is hugely helpful with that. So, I mean, also, it's a free action retaliation, which is good because it wouldn't be usable if it wasn't. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, which means that you can move one out of there if you have just little enough space with the sidestep. But, I mean, I've never really had a problem. With, with the, the combination of Colossal Reach and Sidestep, I've never had an issue getting them all to be able to attack in one turn. Yeah. So I've actually... I've played three teams that were largely based on Giant Girls that I've won tournaments with. Um, I have a long history of winning tournaments with Giant Girls. <laughs> Two of them were while they were in Modern, and one of them was the Silver tournament that I won. Um and one of them was an Avengers theme. One of them was uh, primary attacker Surter, where they were largely body blocking for Surter. But also, if my opponent ever attacked, they got hit by like four giant girls, a wasp part of the Avengers, and a Surter, <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> which never failed to kill something. One of my opponents in the like first round of that tournament attacked with a Lockjaw, and it didn't get to take another turn. 
Yep. Like, <laughs> Lockjaw can die in one turn? I wasn't aware this was possible. <laughs> yes, it can. When there's that many attacks coming in? Yes. Um, yeah, so I think Giant Girl, so I thought Giant Girl was really good when it was in Modern. I literally won tournaments with it while it was in Modern. I think it was an extremely good figure, and I think it's much, much better now. So, generally, I would just put this on your team. Um, the other the other thing that you can do with Giant Girl now that you theoretically maybe could have done before, but nobody thought about it <laughs> because Empower wasn't looked at as a good power at the time because Perplex existed and could target damage. Um, but you can just put an Empower beside wherever they're going to retaliate to. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did this with Prime Wizkid <laughs> from Avengers Defenders War. <laughs> who gives plus one attack as well as plus one damage. So they were yeah. 12 and fours. Yep, that definitely works. In uh, a... Wait, I forget. I feel like they were 12 and fives even, but I can't remember how I would have been giving them an extra damage. Now they must have been just 12 and fours. Yeah, no, anyway, they were they were very, very strong. <laughs> yeah. Um, so if you can find a cheap empower to stick on there, it's always a good thing. Um, so giant girls with Phoenix Sentinel, I think, serve two purposes very well. One of them is that they body block Phoenix Sentinel super well, mm -hmm. um, because you really need a colossal to body block him. So you, the things about Phoenix Sentinel is you want to be outside most of the time, and uh, if you are, you can't barrier to defend it. So you need other colossals to defend him, and the like ones that you care the least about your opponent shooting one by one <laughs> it's a giant girls right like if your yeah. opponent if your opponent spends an action to kill a giant girl you're really not super concerned if they don't you're also pretty happy but if they do you're like okay it's also just down, super solid defense yeah just if there's just a wall of giant girls there's really not much that can just get past it and get your back line and even if they do you then have five giant girls like you said so it exactly. really doesn't matter so I would definitely consider still uh, playing a bunch of giant girls, playing Phoenix Sentinel, playing Mad Jim, and seeing what you can do there. Um, I don't really know how you'd round that team out. I don't know if there's a good empower to stick on that team. I think probably just calling in a grot after hitting with enough giant girls to bump the rest <laughs> sure. of them. There we go. That works. You could, like, if you really wanted one, and it's kind of a stretch, you could play, like, the rare Ant-Man from Avengers Forever with the blue lantern ring. You can also just give one of the giant girls a blue lantern ring to give the others in power. Not easily. Yeah. They are colossal, so you can't assign it. Sure. So I don't know how you would get it on there if you're using your mad gem to get something onto Phoenix Sentinel. It is true. It's it's just an option to have if, you know, yeah. the game of... No, I mean, I did forget that there was equipment that could... It is brand new in a set that we probably would have... Reminded you if you know we were talking about that tonight, yeah. but <laughs> a set that I haven't done a set review of yet, so I can't yep. be expected to know what's in it, despite the fact that we were going to tonight. So I probably should know what's in it. <laughs> um, yeah, so it's empower, right? Empower that modifies attacker's attack plus one. Yeah, that's pretty good. If you uh, already have empower, it's plus one attack. Does, yeah. Is there like anybody with the blue lantern keyword? It's Saint Walker and the Flash. That's literally it. That's I think <laughs> that that's is actually I, it. <laughs> not just in Mato. That's just eight in general. That's it in it's silver. It's yeah, just war of light. light. That's it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yep. Incredible. Um. Yeah. I mean, you're probably not playing this Flash. It's no. This Flash is very bad. So very, very bad. Uh, consider Saint Walker. I guess. I. 
That's I never a bad like, option. And honestly, I mean, I already kind of wanted to play him because the constructs are good and he's cosmic. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he gives you both enhancement and empower. And and he already has traded empower, so it's empower with yeah. plus one attack. And it's also empower well. within his range, too. Oh, that's true. So you so. okay, so you carry him up with Phoenix Sentinel. So you you move with a giant girl carrying Saint Walker to where you're going to angle or two with Phoenix Sentinel. Phoenix Sentinel running shots carrying Saint Walker gets the enhancement if you needed it. If not, you've just carried your Saint Walker up. Mm-hmm. That's fine. And yep. then you can retaliate to within five where you've placed the Saint Walker, which is one in front of Phoenix Sentinel. So that's um, so Phoenix Sentinel is six out of your starting area running shots. So 12. So you can empower up to 17, which means if Giant Girl's in 17, her friend's in 18 and then punch three to 21. Yeah, seems good. Not bad. From starting area. Not bad. <laughs> yeah, I think that covers pretty much everything. And then if you use some perplexes, you can get it two in their starting area very easily. Easily. Very, very easily. All right. So, yeah, St. Walker. Play St. Walker, we've decided. Um, also, the Catcher's Mitch is just really good when you have a bunch of giant girls body blocking. Mm-hmm. You just get to give them 20 defense, which is pretty okay. <laughs> another another great option is just the stop sign so that yeah. you just can't move through characters. You're, they, you have to deal with the giant girls. You cannot and, shoot through uh, them. You cannot move through them. I forgot the stop sign did that. Yep. It's only within, I believe it's only within two squares, but that's that's definitely enough. Jeez. Yeah. Posing characters within two squares can't use improved movement, huh? Yeah, that is the thing that it does. Uh Uh-huh. On top of it also just being... A barrier piece. It can just barrier, you sidestep the giant girl in front of it, and they cannot get to you. Yeah, all right. All right, I'm in. Yep. Okay, so St. Walker. Okay, so when I first looked at St. Walker, before I like knew what all of the constructs did and what the ring did and everything, just like on preview day or whatever, I was like, why is everybody so excited about this figure? It seems yep. fine-ish. It, the answer is because it's really good. <laughs> I figured <Yeah>. it out. <laughs> figure is insane. <laughs> yeah, this figure is really, really good. Okay, so... Uh, apparently we're now collaboratively building a silver team. I don't know that this is what we'd planned on doing tonight, but this is what we're doing. You act as if we had a plan tonight. Oh, we didn't at all, other than (laughs) chat about silver and Phoenix Sentinel. And Uh, we're doing exactly that. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, perfect. All right, so, so far we have St. Walker for 30 points. His ring is free, so that doesn't add anything. We have four giant girls. We have Phoenix Sentinel. We have Mad Jim. That brings us to... Um, brings us to 180 points. So we actually still have 120 points to work with, which is sweet. Um, I think a definite add, at least for now, especially with the stop sign, uh, stop sign trick, is 25 points to our sapphire to have another ring and another construct generator. Yeah, you want that? Okay. Yeah, I was wondering. Yeah, with the sheer amount of uh, giant girls, that's definitely enough to just full body block, and then you can double stop sign to cover essentially your entire area. Yeah, or stop sign and uh catcher's yeah. met yeah if she's you also that instead true she's just like that star yeah, sapphire it, was already great she got so much better off of uh yeah, the thing is people were already playing the star sapphire because she was really good uh-huh. <laughs> so now you just get the star sapphire but much better which is kind of bonkers Correct. because she was already a flying sidestep piece with six range tk and barrier yep just like 
already very good. And in Justice League team ability, no, that wasn't a relevant part of her power. Uh, <laughs> if, if you randomly played a wild card, it was, but yeah, it's... And now, yeah, and now she generates constructs and she has mystics. Mm-hmm. So that seems fine. All right, yeah. so we're at 235 points, uh, because I didn't tell you that I added a Felix Faust. As, no, that's definitely worth it. I, I truly believe Felix should be on pretty much any team that can fit him. Yeah, so the thing about um, Faust on this particular team is that uh, you're not themed, so you need a prob. <laughs> yeah. And uh, if you're not themed and you need a prob, you should put Felix Faust on your team. It's there also a great carry for Phoenix Sentinel um, to just say mm. you can't prob me. Yeah, absolutely. Eight range, put it in front, you're all good. Um, so probably a dark hold just goes on this team makes sense because it's just very good you just want to start with a lot of as much equipment as you can to have be able to swap it around yeah. we probably want a good retaliator um Mission. we have so many options uh yeah i mean a billion i mean groot is like my default yeah um, with how much dk we say, have good. i would say dark phoenix because we body block it effectively but Dark Phoenix is much, much better when you have all the spin effects that I did on my silver team. So probably not as good here. Yeah. I think she's Still good. She's definitely good. And she's also going to be like the third biggest threat on the team. So she's going to be That's alive true. a lot of times. Like just having as much scary things that they can't possibly deal with on turn one unless they somehow can turn yeah, one pulse so wave. That was team. a lot of the idea of my. Uh, yeah. Of my silver age team that i actually played was just okay i have two dark phoenixes a cyclops sentinel this was 400 points <laughs> because this yeah. is going to sound like a lot of things uh, a cyclops sentinel a phoenix sentinel and four giant girls what do you kill good luck yeah and that's also with... actually my favorite part of that team was that i realized that i was playing enough x-men keyworded stuff that i could put a tiny x-men swap on it <laughs> um, okay. i just had cyclops sentinel on the and dark phoenix on the team so I was like, oh, here's 50 points of, uh, sorry, 80 points of X-Men swap. Great. And it let me put a Dazzler on to give my WizKid Prime, because they share X-Factor, shield team ability, so that he gave plus two range. <laughs> <laughs> they shared X-Factor is such a funny thing to say. I was like, I, I was putting uh, her on and I was like, so who can Dazzler actually give team abilities on this team? And I was like, okay, so obviously... Dark, the one Dark Phoenix that starts on the map, but that's probably it. Oh no, WizKid has X-Factor. Oh no, Giant Girls have Celebrity. Okay, most of my team. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I'm not sure I ever gave a Giant Girl Shield team ability, but I could have, and that's what matters. It's a, it's a great option. Um, all right, so... Yeah, we're at 235 right now. Uh, uh, we are? Did you... Oh, you added the Dark Hole, didn't you? Something. Yeah. So, right, I was at 245 prior to adding. Dark Are there Phoenix. four giant girls or five? I have four. I put four. Wait, Sorry, what are you at now? You're at my build is you have Saint Faust. Walker, Star Sapphire, four giant girls, Sentinel, Faust, and Med Jim. Okay, so you haven't added a Retaliator yet. We're all good. Yeah. Okay. So Retaliator is either Groot Herder or Dark Phoenix, I think. Those are like I, the reasonable options. I really like the 
potential of if you for some reason don't use your equip on uh, Phoenix Sentinel, just giving Surtur a power gem feels so mean. <laughs> just nuking True. something 13 for 5 with no defense powers. Yeah. There may be games where you don't give Phoenix Sentinel. I mean, you can also just give Phoenix Sentinel a power gem. That too. If you don't need the um, bombs in that particular game. Yeah. Oh, that's so good. <laughs> yep. I didn't even think about that. You can also just give right. him reality gem for a perplexing another target. So there's a lot of oh. things you can do. Oh, that's so good. You're right. Yeah. Yeah, I considered putting the um, ID card with the three target inspiration on, but it, which I don't remember which one that is. Is it Emma? Oh, I think yeah, I think it's I think Emma. It's Emma. And but there was just no Emma that I really felt like I actually should put on the sideline, so I didn't yeah. end up that actually doing it. The Rise and Fall one was pretty good, yeah, but it's okay once. There was yeah. also XDPS, like yeah. yeah, there were options. I just I was I wanted to play Cyclops and yeah, I needed to play Storm, so I didn't have much space. Yeah. Um, all right, so, so Surter, let's say, uh, do we have a leadership on this team yet? I don't think so we've somehow managed to miss leadership Good all right parts. well there are a lot of amazing leaderships which one do we want yeah i mean that's an argument for playing groot instead of surter that is fair. that is fair it, depending on what else we want to put on the team uh all right so we either have uh 35 or 30 points left depending on whether we're playing groot or surter so let's yeah. just think about all of silver at once and see what we should put on the team. <laughs> should be easy. Yeah. There's only about 4,000 figures. <laughs> so so when uh, PJ was building his um, play without cards format, somebody was asking about playing it with other formats. And they were like, should I play it with modern or like silver? And both PJ and I responded and we're like, you should not play this with silver. <laughs> Can yeah. you imagine how long it would no. take to figure out how good every character in silver is? Yep. That is not going to be a like fun five time. sets worth of silver, maybe, <laughs> but all of silver age, your players will quit long before <laughs> they get anywhere near figuring anything out. 100%. All right. So, so obviously there's a bunch of equipment we could do. There's very few people left to equip. Um, True. So St. Walker and Star Sapphire already have equipment. Felix Faust and Jim don't, but you don't really want to equip them with anything expensive because they're not that unlikely to die reasonably quickly. Yeah. Let's see. So I think this is a team where I don't want the Cosmic Cube other than on my sideline for Mad Jim. Actually, you're not playing the Angler in Silver. You're always playing the Cosmic Cube. <laughs> yeah. I said the angler because I was used to thinking of it for modern, but no, you're, you're never doing that. Yeah. And the Unless Cosmic you... Cube, doesn't the Cosmic Cube already give you an extra target or something? I have not it does memorized something. the Cosmic Cube. Yeah, I, I swear it does something slightly different every time I read it. I am looking at it right now. Choose one, blah, 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 blah. Three squares. Oh, no, just range plus two. Just That's range. An angler is technically six squares. Oh, yeah, six but, squares versus three is actually relevant. And it's also, you can make an no, argument of... Works, doesn't it? Yeah, like, if you're going into something that has, like, power racers, you're not giving them a 30-point object, you're giving them a 10.1. Sure. One, two, three, one, two, three, four, five, one, two, three, yeah. five, six, seven, eight, nine... But it's still definitely... Yeah, no, you actually do need to play uh, 
you actually do need to play Angler to get to their starting area. Let's see, so we have, I have Surtur. Let's just, yeah, that's probably is safer to say. Groot instead of Surtur for points and leadership. Yeah. Um, I love Surtur, to be clear. <laughs> I also love Surtur, but Doesn't I do not hate Groot at all. No, Groot's really, really good. And um, stop signs plus plasticity pogs is a pretty good combo. Very much so. So we have 35 points left. We can do some amount of equipment and some number of characters. We only have two perplexes from Darkhold and Mad Jim, which is sufficient, to be clear, to get to starting area. But it's not. There can be more. Yeah, I mean, we could have more of them. <laughs> we could do more. Are we starting, I'm assuming, Faust with uh, Darkhold? Probably. I, I like it just because he has higher range and a placement, so you're going to be able to... Yeah. Use it more. I mean, he can basically only take perplex from it. True. But, but I mean, you're, the other option is Mad Jim, who can basically only take prob from it. So I guess it's yeah. not that different. Yeah. It's it's just kind of well, a let's see, poison let's, yeah, I guess with the last... And actually... Well, 30. the thing is, if we're only ever taking perplex, we might as well just play Reality Jam or something. Actually, no, we want it on our sideline. We want Reality Jam on our sideline. Yep. So we don't want to do that. Technically, could have... we could start Darkhold on our sideline and start Red Wing main force. So we make a Red Te Wing and then swap it out. Technically, you could do Sinestro Core Ring instead for Perplex and another <laughs> Construct Generator. It's just not free. A very bad Construct Generator, but yes. Yeah. That's true. I feel like our best 30-whatever point figure is going to be in Modern. Definitely. <laughs> it's just how many options there are. Yeah. They've just gotten so much more efficient with the low point yeah. figures. Hundred percent. Um, let's see, thirty-five points less than. There's not much screaming at me for how much there should be around the thirty-five. Because normally yeah, I'd say so like Venom Magneto, but yeah, normally I'd say Venom Magneto doesn't do anything here. Normally I'd say Flash is not great here. Normally I'd say <laughs> we already have. House. I mean, Commissioner's never a bad option. He's an additional leadership and yeah. outwit and everything. He's also only 25 points, so that leaves us 10 left. And that's 10 we could use to give him an equipment. More people equipped for your Mad Gym is never a bad thing. Never it's basically bad. the whole team. <laughs> I guess he could be the um, Red Winger. True. I mean, Red Wing can also just start on sideline. It's not a big yeah. deal. Oh, and then we can have Scrappy Doo on our sideline. <laughs> we can't. Oh, God. We can't. Uh, I hate this figure. <laughs> uh, figure that I'd be more aware of what I could put him on. Oh, actually, if I... wait. Wait, wait, wait. Scrappy Doo can spawn off giant girls. Oh! Because <laughs> I was going to say earlier, like, oh, we don't have a destroyer for how much stuff we have equipped. <laughs> Oh, we got Scrappy-Doo, though. Okay, so you just have to make it so that your opponent has Mystics and then retaliate with a Giant Girl. Giant Girl dies, you bring out Scrappy-Doo and charge. <laughs> That's honestly not bad, because there's so much common Mystics. <laughs> oh, my God. Scrappy-Doo is so silly. I, He's so I, okay, so I always say when they make a figure with a power that references a specific keyword... Generally, I say, I wish they had said a shared keyword here. 
this is the one time where I wish they didn't do that. <laughs> yeah. Where I wish they said Mystery Inc. specifically. Yep. Because none of those figures are that good, so it would have felt reasonable. But generating a Scrappy-Doo when your, like, giant girl or commissioner dies is just... It's insane. It's so dumb. Yeah. Okay, there is so, um another sure. option we have instead of commissioner that I actually just saw that is not bad at all is 20 point legacy uh kingdom come green lantern. Um what does he do again? So he's a leadership. Uh he has defend within range and line of fire, which isn't great, 17. As but it's defense bad. <laughs> but yeah, he has a his ability is whenever a friendly character within range um is targeted by an attack, you roll a d6, half the result and positively modify the defense value of a friendly character by the result. He's also just yet another construct generator, so he's another free equipment. Oh no, you're um, right. Yeah, oh, I didn't even think about that. So he is your third. I keep forgetting. Like, yeah, your third. How one. do I keep forgetting that figures <laughs> can generate constructs for free? Yeah. Yeah. So that leaves us pretty with 15 good. points available. And then you can have two stop signs and a catcher's mitt out on turn one. Yes, you can. <laughs> and right, you can I'm randomly in. just buff up like if they go for phoenix set we could just say he's plus plus three defense i think it's great all right yeah uh now i'm gonna have to think about playing this figure in modern too yeah i am planning on playing this figure a lot in modern i am so excited for him his keywords aren't fantastic other than mystical which is a great keyword no uh, but he's he's somewhat decent on other stuff wow somehow he doesn't have the x-men keyword weird yeah i know it's crazy right <laughs> That's the, that's, the, that. that's the only downside I have with uh, BTU is there's not a lot of X-Men in it. Weird. You know, some, right? some, though. Of some. There's some. Gotta have some. Uh, yeah, he just has Green Lantern Corps, so you just get to give him a ring. Yep, mm -hmm. that's quite something. Okay, so when he uses Defend, Leadership, or JSA, he considers friendly characters in range and line of fire to be adjacent. He has 10 range! He has 10 yes. range! He has 10 uh, range. range. And you have a and you have a ton of sidestep characters to carry him around already. Yeah. So that he is good. also phenomenal to swap into Darkhold for just a ten range outwit or prob. So, uh huh, yeah. He is he is an amazing support piece, especially with Mad Jim. Okay, so if we are playing him, do we play Groot or do we go back to Surtur? I think we have the points to go back to Surtur. We absolutely have the points for it. The question is whether we want to. <laughs> I do like the uh, what you brought up with the plasticity blocking right. the stop sign, but I think that's fine because we already have that with Giant Girls. Um, and my favorite thing in Silver. We have the points for the Joker's Cascade. <laughs> we probably shouldn't play it. We, don't, we have no way to fill in the rest of the points. Yeah, who are we even putting that on? <laughs> Giant girls and Groots and Surters. It's I so good. I guess, yeah, yeah. yeah I played Groot. this on every Surter team that I played. Okay, so the Surter team that I played could get Surter to a 13 and 6 and normal sized. So he could retaliate, hit something for... And <laughs> and and he already ignores every defense power. And Joker's gas canister gives Battle Fury, so it ignores shape change. So it means there's literally no defense against him. Yes. You just retaliate with a 13 and 6, and if they hit, you take 6. doesn't matter. It was it was very, very, very strong. <laughs> anyway. Uh, yeah. Not, so the biggest problem with Joker's Gas Canister now is that without ID cards, it's really hard to fill in those small point values. <laughs> Definitely. So it's because it's 3, three it's 5, point? right? Like, it's yeah. a 5-point thing. It's a 5-point. You just can't fill in those 2 points. It's yep. unfortunately nearly impossible. 
So it's probably not worth it, but it is fun. <laughs> I mean, if you want more bodies, you can always just throw on a Carnage. We have the 10 yeah. points. I actually never played Carnage while it was in Modern, somehow. I, I yeah, I, I wasn't around when this set was in Modern. It was right when I was coming back to the game. Or a fifth but... giant girl. <laughs> Another giant girl, yeah, the sixth, fifth one. I don't, I don't hate it. I don't hate it. Nope. I'll... Um... But yeah, for around 10 points, I don't know, you could add Crazy Jane for an Outsiders TA. I doubt you ever need that, though. Right, Crazy Jane. I almost forgot about her, too. There's so much I keep forgetting about this set. She's just a 10-point random support. Like, yeah. she, can, she can be a Perplexer Prob or Empower or whatever. She's always an Outsiders. Yeah, I don't know how it's... much the Outsiders does here, but... Yeah, not really much. Not nothing. Not it's just nothing. nice to have that in your pocket against the numerous Iron Mans you're going to face. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Outsiders is really good. I, I kind of want to play um, Detective. It's not a bad keyword. With the uh, Martian Manhunter team up, so everybody has Outsiders. Your entire opponent's team just can't modify their stats. It's pretty good. Pretty good, pretty good. And then I put Emotional Modifier on it and was like, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> These two oh boy, everyone has Battle Fury. That's it. Very well. <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah, we have the uh, 10 points left. I'm just going to search, do a quick search of anything in the game that's 10 points and see that what we is got. That's a good call. Yeah, so we could have another equipment. I don't think it's worth it at this point. We have so much equipment on this team. Yeah. I think we're okay. <laughs> that's not really a necessity. We don't need a multiple man. No. Nope. Does not do anything here. Um, Lloyd, we don't yeah. need, but is great. Proteus is... Oh, that's actually a good call. Proteus is really it's good. It's green Proteus, so it's not I mean, awful. Green Proteus is pretty good. <laughs> pretty good. Um, yeah, he just gets to generate a blocking, hindering, or... Or a standard character. Oh, it's standard character. Oh, it. yeah. I forgot if it was standard. That's Which means that our uh, stop signs can't <laughs> activate it. Man, that would have been really funny. <laughs> would have been Oh, uh, and great. So you're not uh, actually taking many costed actions in early turns with this team. I mean, you no. could just take a bunch of costed actions, giant girls for no reason, just to generate blocking terrain. <laughs> yeah. It's not actually impossible, but it doesn't do much. Yeah, maybe not. I, I think another giant girl is probably just better. This is... Oh, God, I found something so incredibly dumb... That'll never work, but it's really funny just to have as an option. Just play the 10-point Chase Lex Luthor, and because you're making, like, 10 attacks a turn with Giant Girls, you might eventually get his Cake Token thing mm -hmm. to activate. There we go. <laughs> what do you actually have to do to get that to activate? Uh, when a Flytalized Attack time. rolls a 10, he gets a token. Right. Uh, when, when he has four or more, he gains for the rest of the game. Whenever they attack, he can take a token <laughs> off, right. and then minimum result is a 10. I mean, he's very good. He has Enhancement. He has enhanced precision strike for ten points. Yeah, I mean it's not out of the question, but it's probably not worth it. No. Maybe. Yeah, I mean I'm in for whatever. Uh, I think I'd probably just put a fifth giant girl on personally, but I it's... think that's honestly the best option here. We don't need another equipment. We don't need really more more support. Like we got that no. unlock. I think just fifth giant girl is fine. More body right. blocking. This is the team. Uh, all right, so team finalized team, uh, which uh, let me screenshot this so I can like put it in the description or something. I don't know. <laughs> um, 
finalized team is Saint Walker, Five Giant Girls, Phoenix Sentinel, Mad Jim, Felix Faust, Star Sapphire, Darkhold, Green Lantern, um, and the Commissioner. We have Commissioner on there? Yeah, I thought we did. Did we not? Oh, no, we didn't. No. Wait, what am I missing then? Is it Surter instead Surter. of Surter? Surter. I'm missing Surter yeah. somehow. Yep. Somehow I don't have the Surter on this team. No. All right. Yeah, and I will, and that's uh, only 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11. That's only 12 characters. So, you know. Only 12, yeah. If this was somehow a theme, I'm sure oh you've boy. all, I'm sure every listener remembers this entire team immediately. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, if this was theme, that would be amazing. Yeah, uh, this looks a lot like the thing I played in uh, the 400-point silver tournament. I had 13 characters on the team, and 11 of them were 2 by 2s Yeah. So, okay, <laughs> this is a tournament that Emily and I took a Greyhound bus to, <laughs> because oh, wow. nobody who could drive was around. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I have a driver's license, but I don't have a car, so it wasn't really reasonable to rent a car for it. It was cheaper to take the Greyhound, and... <laughs> so of course what i decide to do is build like literally the physically largest team of all time <laughs> you're just on a bus with this massive just box of actually literally figures. i got an amazon delivery the week before and just it was the only thing that i owned that could fit the entire team so i got to Perfect. the tournament to just open to this cardboard box <laughs> Perfect. of my team all right well this team looks like a lot of fun so I can't wait to test it. We'll have to try it at some point. Uh, and basically, I guess if you take one thing away from this episode, you should take away that Jackson and I think that uh, the constructs are really, really powerful. Oh, yeah. Um, because we do. <laughs> and that's why we put three of them on this team. Yeah, any any figure in BTU support figure you're looking at with the lantern keyword, they just stonks go up so high. It's or crazy. historically even, right? Like, yeah. I mean, there isn't, how much is there in silver, like pre-modern silver, that has Green Lantern keywords? Just JLU and Rebirth, I think. No, you have Elseworlds is legal, right? Yeah. Yeah, you have some stuff there. None Probably of it's really problems. great. Yeah, none of it seems very good. It'll just be Green Lantern as the only keyword, yeah. right? Like there, there won't be any Red Lanterns or anything. If there was like a good Batgirl, you could green Oracle swap, drop a green ring, but there's really not much sure. of a thing. There's not, there's not much oh, you're there's, doing. Oh, um, there's Elseworlds. Oh, no, she doesn't have the keyword, does she? The the super rare Green Lantern. Oh, the Jessica Cruz? Keyword that, no, 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 the one that um, brings people back to life or whatever. Oh. The weird mystical one from Elseworlds. Yeah. Um, I think she doesn't actually have the keyword. No, she doesn't. Sure. So you can't do that. Al Jordan was great in his day, but unfortunately, probably. Yeah, very much has been. If, <laughs> oh boy, distanced. if Kingdom Come Green Lantern, the cha- world's finest chase was legal. Oh, that would be awesome. That would be so amazing. But no. Unfortunately not. Yeah, besides that, it's just your basic, you know, chips and stuff. Yeah, yeah which is obviously great, but also exists in modern so most people probably know it exists already yeah the other thing i've been looking at in uh silver is octopus arms (laughs) 
Oh yeah. You can just like start with them equipped. They're really good. <laughs> They're amazing. When you it, had to take an action, it was difficult, but Flurry just being one of the most devastating powers in the game, just being able to now just say ten points anyone has it plus giant reach is so good. And then you can also play Traitor. <laughs> yeah. And you get multiple characters with Flurry. I mean one of them is Traitor, but you know, if you have enough empowers, <laughs> it could be good. Yup. But yeah, that's there's there's a lot of good options in silver. I think it's a really yeah, underexplored format, so it'll be interesting to so. see what people come up with. I'm I'm excited for for Rock Cup to see what everyone's playing and what's going on with that. Yeah, I'm not sure if I'll be at Rock Cup. I I think not. Um, but there is a uh, another tournament that Joe's running in New York which is going to be a 400-point only Silver Age stuff tournament. Ooh, <laughs> so, uh, And you would think that that's basically just previous modern, or previous previous now modern, <laughs> but um, <laughs> it turns out that the equipment changes are really important, so you get to do some interesting things there, potentially. Yeah. I already have some stuff that I'm looking at with uh, Trader and Octopus Arms and Cube. On yeah. turn, on like your Alpha Strike turn, you get to use the Octopus Arms and the Cube twice, and then on subsequent turns, you get to use the Cube twice and the Octopus Arms twice. And that seems pretty sounds cool. terrifying. Yeah, and honestly, I mean, so it's weird to say this, but um, the Wonder Woman Lasso is almost as good as Cube. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of figures that just saying I can make a free attack that triggers other stuff. I mean, obviously stupid. that's not relevant for the uh, older Silver stuff, but. Yeah. Okay, one last thing I want to talk about, and then we should wrap it up. Uh, mystery cards. Oh what boy. do you think about them? What are we doing here? If I'm being honest, I haven't looked at all of them. I've only looked no, at No, I mean, few. you don't need to know what they do exactly. Just. Um, but yeah, I, I definitely think they're good. I mean, if you happen to be playing a detective, and you're almost definitely not playing a swap team, so... You're probably never going to have a bad time just throwing it on there. And if you remember to actually start racking up tokens, it can definitely be useful. Yeah, the memory is going to be a nightmare, honestly. Yeah. They're like most of them are when you hit with an attack, so you might remember then. But then there's a few that are just like perplex or something, and you're going to forget those every time. <laughs> uh-huh. Um, yeah. So as put a team in the chat earlier in the week, and he was just like, this is a cool team. And I was like, are you playing mystery cards? And he was like, I hadn't even thought about it there are two detectives on this team i guess i might as well <laughs> uh, and a green uh, lantern one of them actually there should be mystery cards on this sideline actually there's a ton of stuff in silver to put on sidelines so probably not but um, yeah but like there's one of them that's for green lanterns murder in the city injuring that's so if honestly, you just have a green lantern i mean ones, yeah. you have to i mean to be fair you have to remove action tokens six times from characters with the green lantern core or detective uh, keywords so if you have one green lantern that probably isn't happening but you never know <laughs> mm -hmm. it could maybe you roll willpower every turn and the game goes six turns and then friendly maybe. characters get safeguard opposing perplex and probability control and that wins you the game like i it's mean if, if you have the silent space there's no reason not to yeah that's the i don't know why they keep doing this no it's 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 wild can they please just put point costs on stuff why not? Speaking, speaking of um, free zero-point cost stuff we've forgotten, we didn't make a Terra deck for this team. <laughs> oh, that's true. Yeah, I, it's, that's, it's... Psychic Blast. <laughs> the Psychic Blast card. 
or energy explosion. And or yeah. both. I don't know. Maybe. That's basically the only thing that matters, right? <laughs> yep. A- anything else is just icing on the cake. Uh, yeah. No, they're all... Honestly, you literally... I think you literally just play Psychic Blast and as many bad ones as you can. <laughs> yeah, sounds, sounds fine. I think there's a close combat expert one. That's like if you roll a one... Well, you can yeah, it's not die. good, is it? It's not good, but with how many giant girls you have, just rerolling yeah. a one in every attack roll can and be good. And nobody else is going to have close combat experts, so you might as well for your damage one. Yeah, who plays and the power gem and silver? Really sure, but like one close combat expert. Yeah, no, you're, you're, no, you're right. You're like right. 12 or something. Yeah, against your five, potentially six with med gem, if you want to put one on the sideline, yeah. I mean, you should have the power gem on the sideline. You 100% should have the power gem. It's very good on multiple characters here. Yep. I mean, it's mostly just going to be Phoenix Sentinel, but hey, if they get really close, you can put that on Saint Walker and <laughs> get an just, 11 for four. Easy. It's like, oh, I got too close to your mad gym. It's okay. I'm only a 13 for three. 13 for four if Saint Walker is within. Correct. Uh, within five. It's <laughs> like mad gym just pulls out just this massive gem and says you're dead. Why it. not? Why not? Why not? Yeah, yeah, it is rerolls one, reroll once in the attack roll. So yep. yeah, you might as well. It's not like hugely impactful, yep. but you have way more attacks with close combat expert than anybody else. So and that's a not? wands, right? Yeah, so, yeah, you're uh, not using wands for anything else. There wands is the empower general, and enhancement one, but all yeah. the good wands ones are really risky. <laughs> yes, is the problem. The only other one I would make an argument for is the uh, enhancement. It's also plus one attack with Faust and Walker. Sure, I mean, it'd be fine, but yeah. also, you you have a catcher's mitt, so you don't really want to be giving your opponents plus one attack on oh, oh baby, so you, can it. you can play the defend card for Green Lantern, so you can give everyone <laughs> was, an 18 from 10 squares joking. away. I was about to joke about that, too, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's it's honestly not, not awful. It's not, it's not terrible, but it's also not good. Yeah, it's like giant girls, they already have a base 18. Yeah, they already have a base 18. All right, so it doesn't really matter. <laughs> No, I no. mean, it'll increase St. Walker's defense, and that's about it. Ooh. Star Sapphires. Nope. Too bad he can't Star defend Sapphires. himself. Felix Fausts. There we go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> increase his own defense by one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'll be really interested to see what everybody actually plays. Yeah. It's also just, it's a lot of fun just seeing what could be played with how many options we have. We just have so many things we can yeah. do. And if we can, if this works, I will not at all have a problem just switching my Brock Cup team to Phoenix Sentinel just to say I did and play it. Absolutely. I mean, I think it's really good. Um, yep. Just super offensive potential. And if you body block effectively, very, very I, hard to deal I with. I think that this is probably one of the most deadliest powers they've ever printed. Definitely yep. like top five. Yeah, and it's not on a bad figure, right? <laughs> yeah, like he's not—he's obviously not great, but he's not like god awful. Yeah. Also, he's out wit. Why? I didn't even realize that. He does. Nine range out wit. It's pretty good. Yeah, direct colossal out wit. Mm-hmm. All right. That's unwittable because he has cosmic energy. Yep. So the absolute deadliest power that they've ever printed, I think, um, on a terrible figure is Dark Phoenix Cyclops's attack power. <laughs> Oh, which is 100%. pulse wave and there's more than one character within a range effect his damage value becomes seven minus his click number it's actually not very good on dark phoenix cyclops 
No. But who it's really good on is the old Hope Summers from Avengers vs. X-Men, who can copy powers on click two. And then she, so then she pulse waves everybody for five. Yep. If you could find a way to have uh, more than 300 points of X-Men on like a Bronze Age team, then yeah, that's amazing. I played it in a, uh, it was a thousand point play whatever the most broken thing you can think of just like random weekly event and it was a team of um, dark phoenix cyclops hope frogman to knock hope back <laughs> <laughs> i don't know it was the cheapest uh, thing at the time it was before um influence or whatever that no that's not the right yeah. ring what's the ring is is it influence what's the ring that gets you free oh, force blast for one i think it's influence because uh spin is the knockback influence yeah. is the force blast okay yeah, so whatever. It was before that ring existed. Anyway, um, and two games in a row, I pulse waved my opponent's entire team for five in their starting area. <laughs> and they were yep. like, oh. <laughs> uh, oh. <laughs> yeah, it it's, uh, it's pretty great. I felt kind of bad, but that was like the whole conceit of the event, so I couldn't feel that bad. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we have rambled for uh, about an hour so i guess let's wrap it up um hope everybody enjoyed us building a team live and talking about how much we like phoenix sentinel even though it's probably not incredible i would say okay my thing about phoenix sentinel is i think it is good enough to win tournaments and like that's my criteria <laughs> if yeah. something is good enough to win a tournament then even if it's not literally the best thing i'm totally willing to play it agreed all right. Um, thanks for hanging out with me and chatting, Jackson. Uh, yeah. Even though the episode is not the one that <laughs> we planned to do tonight, hopefully we'll actually finally do a uh, Batman set review for everybody soon. But uh, for now, thanks for listening. Join our Patreon for $1. Help us not pay to produce you this content. Uh, you can use our reference link for Podbean and check out all of our social media and everything or friends of the show Raina adams aries and dishing up clicks and hope that you have fun the next time you play hero clicks whether it's competitive or casual night everyone night